0: Almighty God, I come to you as your servant this morning, asking that the words that I speak would not be mine, but they would be yours. Asking, O God, that at the minimum what we hear this morning from you is a clarion call to action, a call to do something with the love that you have so freely given us. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. That I would do your will and not my own. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. So today's message comes from uh, the fifth chapter of Matthew and uh, beginning with the 13th verse. Let me tell you why you are here. You are here to be salt seasoning that is, brings out the God flavors on earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage pile. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be the light, bringing out the God colors of the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, You don't think I'm going to hide under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you out there on a hilltop, on that light stand, shine. Shine brightly. Keep an open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you will prompt people to open up with God, this generous creator in heaven amen hallelujah if we could just take that one paragraph and put it into our workplace into our politics (laughs) uh, into our schools and for anybody who was sitting there trying to figure out what am I supposed to do with my faith this is this is perfect this goes along with everything that we've tried to teach by the way uh, and Alice mentioned that I've talked a little bit about this before, but uh, so if you already know the answer because you've heard me mention it before, um, don't don't answer this question. I want somebody new to try to figure this out. Everybody knows what a thermostat and a thermometer is, right? Cool. Tell me the difference. Thermostat controls how much the how the heat how much the furnace turns on and off. And the thermometer tells you where it, where it's at. Exactly. Thermometer tells you what's going on around you. Thermostat controls what's going on around you. So here's the question today by the time we get to the end of the message. Spend some time with God and figure out, are you a thermostat or are you a thermometer? And you're going to find out that it's the thermostat that Jesus is talking about here. Is calling us to be I mean how much clearer can it be the uh, in the older translation of this uh, it the actual translation says you are the salt of the world it doesn't say you will become it doesn't even say that you will be it says you are that means you've got something to give folks because of your faith Right now, that you add something to everybody's life that you meet. How incredible is that? I know we get caught up in this whole idea that we're not good enough. That somehow or another, we let other people tell us what we have to offer. But here it's plain in the gospel that Jesus is flat out saying to us, no, you are the spice of life. Because of the way I have created you, you've got something to add. And by the way, we're not hiding that. It's a light, man. It's on top of the hill. You should be taking your gifts and using them. You weren't created just to sit there and do nothing. I mean, that's why I like the thermostat and the thermometer. The thermometer tells you it's 90 degrees out, right? Thermostat tells you what? I got some control over what I do with this 90 degrees. Amen? Mm-hmm. If you're just a thermometer, all you do is sit there and go, well, this sucks, and do nothing. If you're a thermostat, you can control whether it sucks for very long. Amen? because you have the ability to improve it. AA and all those recovery groups are a whole bunch of thermostats, amen? They have decided that they're going to do something about an issue that's holding them back. If you are looking for God now, and see, this is where I get into trouble. With, with all the people out there that go around saying, I'm going to stand up. I get into trouble with all those people that go around saying, I'm going to pray to God for God to fix this. Okay? God, make me better. God, do this. God, do that. God, give me this. God, give me that. That is not what Jesus has taught us. Jesus said, you're the salt, you're the spice, you're the light. If you've got an issue, do something about it. Don't sit there and wait for the rest of the world to fix it for you. God gave you a brain. Use it. Ooh, did I say that out loud? Yeah, yeah. It's one of the neatest things about the creation of God, is it not? That in this world, we can actually think. We can actually make choices. Do you know? One of the worst things that I deal with when when I'm doing counseling with people is when they sit there and they look at me and go, Oh, well, the devil made me do it. I'm just evil. Flip Wilson. That's not what Jesus said. We are all created good. What have I been telling you now for weeks? You are wonderfully and uniquely made in the image of God. And that's enough. And Jesus comes along and says, Yeah. And not only is that enough, but add to it that you're the spice. You are the spice of life. You are the life of the party. You are the person who can light up the room. But you can only do that, folks, if you accept that message from God. That's where we get into trouble. See, we start listening to everybody else. And when we listen to everybody else, then we end up doing nothing. Amen? Uh, There's a... uh, You've heard me tell the story. I'm originally from Chicago. I lived in Lake County, which was just short of the Wisconsin border. And there was a little town, I I grew up in Mundelein, and there was this little town next to us that you may recognize the name because of a movie that came out, but it's actually, the the name of the town is Wakanda. And it's named after an American Indian tribe. But Wakanda, Illinois is spelled different than the Wakanda out of that movie, okay? But anyway, Wakanda had, it was a small town, and they had two water towers in it. At Christmas time, they decided that they wanted to celebrate Christmas with the area. And so they put lights on the top of the water towers in the form of a cross. Well, somebody didn't like that and went to court. And the court said, well... Water towers are a property of who? The public. The city. And the city cannot proclaim a particular religion. Right? So they had to take them down. Now, I'm about to tell you the difference between a thermostat and a thermometer. The thermometers in town started writing all kinds of nasty articles about how the government was being telling them what to do and how they weren't being allowed to practice their religion, et cetera, et cetera. The thermostats in town started putting up lights on the roofs of their houses in the form of a cross. And before you know it, there were enough crosses in Wakanda that lit up at night that you could see Wakanda 15 miles away from it before you got there. Now, there were some people that said, oh, Pastor, you're not going to tell that story, are you? Yes, I'm going to tell that story. Because if you believe in your faith and your relationship with God strong enough, live it out. Don't let somebody tell you what you can do with it. And yes, for those of you who are way over on the right and want to sit there and talk about how God doesn't love gay people... Remember the story that I just told you. And for those of you who are way over on the left and want to look at the folks that are supposedly on the right and say you got it all wrong, remember the story I just told you. Our walks with God is an individual walk, and that's what I want us to get out of this today is that when we leave here, our relationship with God is precious, it's unique, and it's intimate. It means that you are the spice. You are what adds to this wonderful world that we're in. Don't sit there and bitch about all the crap around you. Do something about it, because God has given you the ability to do that. That's why we do some of the stuff that we do here in church. We can't do it all, but I can hand out a hygiene kit. I can't love everybody, but the people that show up, I can give them a hug. I can't save everybody, but the one person that God puts in front of me, I can smile and let them know that they're what? Wonderfully and uniquely made in the image of God. And that is enough. So leave here today thinking about what it is that you're doing with your life. See, this is really a challenge sermon today. And I think that that's why I had to stand up. (sighs) Because I didn't want to teach. I want to challenge us. I want to challenge us to be something other than a damn thermometer. Quite frankly, I'm 64 years old, soon to be 65. I am tired of just reading the tea leaves. Something needs to be done. And if that means talking about my relationship with God, then I'm going to do that loudly and clearly. If that means that I've got to do something about homelessness because I take a step out into their shoes to do something about it, amen, then that's what we're going to do. It means that we need to take a look at our core beliefs. You all know what our core beliefs are, right? You know where they are on our website? They're on our website. It says core beliefs. <clears throat> and what's the very first one that we mentioned? You know what God requires. Comes from the Old Testament. That you be just. In other words, you be fair. Don't cheat anybody. You know, I know they fired you. What do you think based? And I know I'm picking on you, and I'm sorry. But we're a small group. They fired you. Yes. So, what do you think your response to that is, based on what I've said today? Find another job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And how does it make you feel about you? Pretty much, yeah. Amen. There you go. You get it. Do you get it, Mister Peak? somebody rejects you because of who you are, it is their loss. You are the spice of life. You keep shining. Huh? You keep shining. Amen. (laughs) Nobody can put your life. Go and do what God has made you to be. That is the way your life becomes exciting. That's why this is a great place to come, because we will encourage that every week. And I will say, until you are just sick of hearing it, and live it out. You are wonderfully and uniquely made in the image of God. And that's enough. God bless you.